Good evening, everyone, and welcome to tonight's Friday Night Bible Study on the NEC Youth. We are looking forward to tonight's program. We're looking at health um, in a holistic way. And tonight we've got a panel which is made up of two wonderful individuals. We have Chantal Tomlinson and Cynthia Tregodo. Now, Chantal um, is a dietitian and Cynthia has her qualifications. She has a qualification in nutrition. So I'm gonna just let Chantal and Cynthia just give a brief explanation, introduction, who you are, what you do, um, and what you'll be bringing to the, the discussion tonight. And then we'll say a word of prayer. Chantal. Hello everyone. Um, I'm Chantal as Craig has already said. Um, I'm a dietitian and I am very passionate or along my journey, I've become more and more passionate about um, plant-based eating and helping people to transition to a plant-based diet. Um, yeah, and I'm really excited for this discussion because I, I really strongly believe in the health message that we have as a church. And I think that it's something that um, more of us should engage in um, to help ourselves, but also the wider community. Mm -hmm. Cynthia? Hi, I'm Cynthia. Uh, wait, what? I'm supposed to introduce myself. Uh, hi, I'm Cynthia. I, I have a passion for health. And just like most people, um, I've, I've had my ups and downs in this whole journey. Um, uh, yeah, so I'm literally just going to be sharing what I've learned so far. So good with you guys through my degree and my journey. Excellent. Excellent. And then, like you said, it's through your degree, through your journey, and you're still learning. Um, mm -hmm. So this is this from what we'll be covering in this discussion, you'll be sharing with us what you do know up to this moment. So we're looking forward to what the both of you will bring to the discussion. Um, just a disclaimer, I'm not a health professional, um, but health is important. And I believe it's the right arm of the three angels message and that we've got a powerful message that we should be declaring to the whole world and health, especially at the time that we've been going through with the lockdown, um, etc. I think it's um, something that us as a church can and I believe have been in some places been using to our advantage to proclaim the gospel. Um, so let's open with a word of prayer and then let's get delved right into the discussion. Let's pray. Dear Lord, we thank you for the privilege to come before your people this evening as we talk about the topic of health. And um, I pray that you will guide our discussion will be with us as we I'll be asking a number of questions and be with the panel as they'll be giving their answers, Chantal and Cynthia. And I pray that as those who are watching online, that if they do have any questions, um, help us to manage those questions tonight as well. May your name be glorified through this discussion, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay. All right. So, um, third John chapter 1 verse 2 he says beloved i wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health even as thy soul prospereth tell me um how would you define health uh, some may think about health and just think it's to do with food but what what is it about health tell us what what is health Okay. 
Um, according to the World Health Organization, uh, health is a state of complete physical, mental, social well-being, and not merely the absence of disease or yeah of disease. But looking at this frame, it just shows that health is not just an element of nutrition only, which sometimes I think in church we just focus on. Uh, but it's to encompass everything. However, looking at that definition, it's like a, um, what's it called? It encourages us, but at the same time, it can be looked at and it's like, oh my gosh, sounds like it's, it, you can never be healthy because how can you be socially, mentally, physically, all healthy, like together, that kind of thing. So it's a good thing, but it's like a, uh, one of those definitions that are kind of scary. That's how I look at it, but yeah. Shanta, what, what's it? Have you got anything to add to that? Um, not really. Um, because I think yeah, health is just the harmonious like working together of like all the systems in our body. And um, I know Ellen White says that when we have disease, it's because we've broken the laws of health, and there's been um a way that we haven't looked after our body, and so our body compensates for that. So health is when we are looking after our body, and everything is working well. I think optimally. Um, that's why I would say health is. So, you know, you mentioned that, you know, with regards to health, sometimes in the church, once it's mentioned, people just think it's just dealing with nutrition and food and etc. Why, why do you, why do you both think that's the case? Because usually, uh, maybe now it's better, but back in the day, whenever we'd hear, oh, it's going to be a health talk. The only thing you'd hear is don't eat meat, this and that, 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 and that for like, so it was like one of those and the way it was addressed, it just made it look like, oh, this started, uh, not again, that kind of thing. And it's like a boring um, thing. So in your head, like in my head, when I thought about health when I was younger, it was like, oh, okay, that topic again, this started. But yeah, so I, I think it's the way it was approached back in the day. Now it's becoming better. Uh, but I think that's what a lot of people, when you're talking about health, they're like, oh, you've started. There she is. That's what I've seen. I don't know if you guys have a different perspective. Maybe as well, because um, like diet and maybe physical health, it's easier to like look on, on the outside. Um, but like mental health, spiritual health, even social health, they're very kind of internal. Like you can't really, a lot of the time you can't tell someone's well mentally. Um, so it's probably an area that we focus on less. Um, but I do sense that in more recent times, that even mental health in general society has become a topic that is spoken of more. And I think that is filtering more into the church because we're realizing that even though we can't see mental health, um, it doesn't mean that it's not there. It doesn't affect people. Mm -hmm. And I mean, the, the impact of mental health depending on the, the actions that a person takes, whatever they're going through, it can impact a huge amount of people. Um, it was just the other day I was driving and, you know, there's me, my wife, our son, and as we're just about to go under a bridge, there's a, a young guy that was sitting on the, the barrier, just ready to jump off. And then these, these ladies came and they, they took him away. And, um, you know, we did what we could to, to help him. Um, but what we found was, you know, in our discussion on the way home, 
this whole situation has had a major impact on the mental health of, of people worldwide. Um, and I, I've been seeing that mental, the topic of mental health has been coming up more frequently now. So it's definitely something that we need to be more educated on. Um, so as we, we delve into this topic of health today, and we're looking at it on this, this holistic, um, from the holistic perspective, do you have any key scriptures that really stand out for you? Or even Ellen White quotes, whatever it may be, but do you have something that stands out for you that in the Bible that really encourages you with the topic of health, that gives more emphasis on, on good health? Um, one of them that I really like is, <clears throat> sorry, John 10 verse 10, that says, the thief cometh not for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. And so to me, this um, shows that God doesn't just want us to like survive and just barely be getting by. He, want us, he wants us like in all areas of, of our life to excel and to be abundant. And when you think of life, um, you think of energy, you think of vitality, you think of vibrance. Um, and you can only really have that if you're well like, physically, mentally, spiritually. And I think that like for me sums up God's plan and what the enemy tries to do, which is you know, destroy what God is trying to do in us. Mm -hmm. I love that. Thank you. Cynthia. Adding on to that, um, I love that verse as well. Adding on to that, there are two verses that usually like, um, yeah, that have kind of helped me or that are helping me to become healthier and everything like that. First Corinthians, we hear this verse a lot, but first Corinthians 10 verse 31. So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God, right? And then the other verse, uh, Exodus 15, verse 26. I remember reading this like years back, uh, but until now it's like, it's literally still rings in my head. This is whereby the Israelites were leaving Egypt and they were going to Canaan and God was trying to change their habits, their lifestyle, their diet slowly but surely so that they, become, they may become the best versions of themselves and be able to spread the gospel to the people around them in good health. And then he was like uh, in Exodus 15, verse 26, saying, if you diligently listen to the voice of the Lord your God and do that which is right in his eyes and give ear to his commandments and keep all his statutes, I'll put none of the diseases on you that I put on the Egyptians, for I am the Lord your healer. Um, so here, and then later on, he kind of gives them manner, he tells them how to eat it, he, tell, he kind of provides for them and everything like that. All right, what am I saying? Like looking at these two verses, God is like trying to say that, you know what, in everything that you do, do it all to the glory of God. Because at the end of the day, I'm your father, I'm your God, I know what's best for you. And with that concept in mind, he gave us like the instruction from Genesis to Revelation on how to eat, but I'm sure we'll discuss that later. Um, and then he's like, you know what, if you follow the ways I've told you how to eat, if you follow my commandments, if you do everything uh, to the will of God, most of these illnesses, you won't, I will, I will, what's called, I won't, like you won't get them. And when we look at how diseases are made and everything like that, most of the illnesses that we are struggling with in this generation, they are like non-communicable illnesses whereby they're not passed down from 
me sitting next to so-and-so. It's like one of those things where through our diet, through our lifestyle, we end up having these illnesses. And God is saying, if you follow the instructions I've given you, how to live, your, the lifestyle given to you, most of these illnesses will literally won't be on you. And I think that's, um, those are the two verses that I really like. Well, thank you. I mean, I love, I love both, both of those, those verses that, that you both mentioned. Um, going off the verse that you mentioned, Cynthia, it, giving the glory to God also reminds me of what's written um, in Revelation 14, verse 6 and 7, speaking of this judgment that's going to take place. And, um, you know, the angel says, saying, saying with a loud voice, fear God and give glory to him for the hour of his judgment is come and worship him that made the heaven and the earth, the sea and the fountains of waters, etc." So giving glory to God, our, our health, our lifestyle, all plays a part in it. It's the right arm of that third age, the three angels message. Um, so health is very important. Now, you said that when you've been in church, you've heard it spoken about quite negatively. Um, don't eat meat, be vegetarian, da 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 da, da etc. So sometimes that would put somebody off from even wanting to, to look into to health as an Adventist. Why, why did you both... <laughs> get interested in in the topic Chantal, go on. <laughs> <laughs> um so for me i think like it started from my home so my mother was very interested in nutrition and so even as a child she'd always kind of emphasize eating vegetables and so that was something i knew that was always instilled at home and i remember when i was younger um i was born in jamaica and lived in jamaica for a number of years and I remember going to school and having a cooked dinner, you know, rice and peas and chicken and curry goats and all these things. And for some reason, I went home one day and I said to my mom, like, there's not enough salad at the meals. And like, I was there around six at that age. There's not enough salad. Why, why is it just rice and chicken? Like, I need some vegetables. And so my mom helped me to prepare some like purple cabbage and different salads. I'd carry it to school. Um, and then add it to my meal at lunch. And that was like from a very young age. Um, and I feel like that's where it started for me. I don't know if it was fully through my mom or it's what well, God has, you know, God has put it in me as, you know, my calling. Um, but it started from there. And so that influenced my choice of career as well. Um, and as I've learned more about the health message through, like when I was at university, our church youth were very proactive in different Bible studies. And it really dawned on me, like, we, we have a significant health message. Like, I knew before, like, oh, yeah, Adventist Church is big on health. But I started to learn more and more. And as I've learned more, I'm like, okay, like, this is really important. Mm. Um, and it's it's been intertwined with how I grew up and, um, yeah, my career. And, yeah, so it's kind of how it started for me. Okay, fantastic. Thank you. Cynthia? Mine is a long story, but in short, um, I remember when I was younger, I used to have a lot of belly aches, like a lot of belly aches. Um, and then when I became a woman, like it was even worse. Um, for ladies, you understand during those times. Um, and then I remember one time I went to a retreat and there was this guy, 
uh, Nice Collins. He was doing like a health series and everything like that. And I was just like really intrigued. And I remember one day I went to him, I was like, you know, I have this problem. Like, I don't know what to do. Like I've literally visited all doctors and uh, they've given me medication after medication, but it's not helping. What should I do? And he was like, this is why you advised me. And back in those days, if you, if anyone had advised me before that time, I'd be like, no, please leave me alone. I was like, oh, why don't you try and cut down sugar, refined foods and meat? And I'm like, what would I eat then? Like, what is that? Uh, because I was not tired. I think I was just like at the point where I was tired of always being ill and everything like that. Um, I decided to try it. And I remember trying it. And I was like, oh, I feel kind of good, you know? And then I remember when the monthly time came, like literally the pain was not there. And I was like, wait, what, what, what? And I went back to my normal diet and the pains would come. And I'll go back to use that. And then from there, it was like awakening to me, like, mm, maybe let me try. Uh, that's when, like, also at the time I was praying about what, what should I do for my degree and everything. And then long story, God led me into nutrition. And then once I started learning about nutrition, that's when I realized, oh, okay, this is interesting. Mm -hmm. Oh, interesting. But I wasn't living the lifestyle. I was one of those vegetarians whereby I would go back to my refined food, my refined sugars and everything like that. So I'm vegetarian, but I'm really unhealthy, that kind of thing. So yeah, it was like an on and off until like, yeah, it, it, lately, recently, that's when it became like, okay, health is really important. Like it's really... God really wants me to be healthy so that I can do more for him. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. So it's a journey. It's been a journey, I think. It hasn't been like a one day thing. Okay, that, that's interesting because Chantel, your, your story is to do with your, your mother helping you. Um, and then you took it to another place and now this is your career path. Um, Cynthia, you, you had a bad experience, you know. <laughs> medicines aren't working for you and you saw that that nutritionally um it helped there was there was another option so i can see that whether we have a negative experience with with a lifestyle or a, or a positive experience um having a good understanding of health can guide you um in the right directions that you want to to, to, to go on firstly to have a good good healthy lifestyle but even a career, the career prospects are there for you. And maybe at the end, you could give some advice on um, places that people who may be watching that may be considering taking this as a career, uh, maybe some pathways or um, ways that they can, can actually get involved in it as a career could be helpful for them. Now, as individuals, what should we as individuals consider when wanting to have a healthy lifestyle? Check out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, gonna start, I'm gonna start labeling it at one of the ping pong. Um yeah. so I think firstly we have to educate ourselves. Um because yeah, like yeah, you have to be intentional in in finding out about the ins and outs of if you're changing, like say for, for example, if you're changing from eating meat to maybe cutting out meat and being vegetarian, you need to educate yourselves on, okay, what, what is it that meat provides? And so what do I need to replace it with so that I'm getting those nutrients? Because um, as I mentioned earlier, you could 
remove that meat for all good intentions and then find that you're in a worse position than when you started. So I think the education of like the science behind it, like biologically, how the food works in our bodies and, and what it provides, but also how to prepare it. Um, so I've been speaking a lot to people about kind of transitioning to a plant-based diet and what's been hard for them. And a lot of people are saying having the cooking skills and actually knowing how to prepare beans and using nuts and um, you know plant-based foods. And so the education comes from like a you know knowledge base, having a, a better knowledge base, but also practically how can I do that? Now that's just diet, but it's the same threat as anything else. Actually understanding um, intellectually, but also practically, how can you do it in the best way possible? So that's one thing I would say. Okay, so education, understanding. Cynthia? I can't add though. I think, yeah, it all comes down to literally educating, understanding, and if you don't know something, ask uh, people who know, or just do research. That's literally education, I guess. Um, but yeah, it's like, you have to kind of think of it like it's a journey um, and just not pressure yourself into, uh, let's say if you're like, okay, I wanna, uh, I'll use Chantel, the example Chantel used, like whereby you wanna stop eating meat, you are eating a lot and then you wanna stop. Sometimes you might fall, sometimes you might not, but just because you've fallen, it's not a fall, I'm not saying it's a sin, but just because you've went back to it, it doesn't mean that you have to stop. Just look at it like, okay, it's a lifestyle. Uh, I'm trying to just cut down on meat, that kind of thing. Or, and yeah, just look at, yeah, think of it as a lifestyle more than just a goal you want to reach and then that's it. Because even when you reach there, there'll still be like struggles and you have to keep growing in each journey, I guess. Okay, and so. Can I, add, can I add a couple more? Yeah, 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 go ahead, go ahead. Um, also like with what Cynthia said, like making small changes, because I am plant-based now, but I didn't start out eating how I do now. Like. I literally have grown along the process and made small changes along the way. Um, and also I'd say like, even with asking people, ask, seek a professional. If you go to, if you want to change your diet or you have changed your diet and you're concerned if things are right or not, go to the GP and ask him like, I've changed my diet. I want to check my iron levels, for example. Um, you might get some kind of resistance, but if you're persistent, it, you know, they will do it for you. Um, and I would say as well, like, get accountability. Like, it's always so much easier to make a change when you're making it with other people. Like, you have that support group. And there's studies that show that people who are making lifestyle changes with other people and having that social support, the changes are much more sustainable than if they're just trying to, to do it on their own. So find other people that want to make those lifestyle changes with you and go on a journey together, encourage one another, motivate one another, share what you're learning. Um, and I would say like we're Christians, so pray and ask God to help you and he will lead you to resources, he will lead you to even the specific thing that maybe you need to change at that time. Um, and I think God is not limited by these health things. You might think, oh, it's not spiritual, God doesn't care. But he does care as we've seen in the Bible. So ask God to help you. Um, okay, so what, what's come out from both of you is education. Um, studying research praying to find those resources well you've both been on that journey um what resources did you go to and 
apart from the book Ministry of Healing and Diet Councils and Diets and Foods, what, what other resources did you have that helped you? And those two resources that I've just mentioned are excellent. Um, do use them. Um, but I want to know what else, what else did you, what else stood out for you? Resources for what? Understanding health. Okay. Making a transition to, to live a healthy lifestyle. I was, for me, to be honest, it was uni lectures uh, and just research. Um, like I'm one of those people I, I enjoy researching. So literally just going online and looking at, okay, uh, what are the advantages of, um, okay, I'll, I'll read, let, let's say, Kansas on diet or the Bible. And I always say, you know what, um, eating pork is wrong, that kind of thing. And then I'm one of those people like, okay, it's wrong, but why? I just want to know. I'm just curious, that kind of thing. And then I'll go online, research into uh, what are the effects of eating pork, how is pork raised, how, how are pigs raised and everything like that. So that I can just understand where, like if there's a scientific reason to eat. And usually I'll just write edu because when you research and write edu, it's like, that whatever evidence you're gonna get it's usually like um a lot of people have um looked at it and it's been approved so it's good uh it's a good source uh of evidence that kind of thing it's not just someone woke up wrote something and yeah um so through that i'll do my research and then i'll realize oh actually the way pigs are raised they eat each other um uh, cows they take 24 hours to digest but pigs like once they eat it takes like four hours so basically the food is really not digested they're just eating and it's going so if i end up eating while pigs are eating i'm literally get eating like toxic like in including in my diet like toxicity and all that and there are lots of disadvantages of it so after looking at it that way i'm like oh actually so Eating pigs is not right. Like it's not gonna be good on my body. It's gonna cause da 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 da. And then now I understand why I'm doing certain thing. And then um, when it comes to like let's say supplements, someone might be like, oh, I want to do supplements. Uh, I'll just Google. Okay, you know what? I feel like I'm tired. Um, that kind of thing. What can help me? And then do my own research. And then realize, oh, maybe I'm lacking in vitamin D. Or sometimes you might do a research and say vitamin K. And you're like, okay, I want to take some vitamin K sub supplements. But the advice I would give is go also talk to your doctor. Ask your doctor, okay, I'm if let's say you're on, um, oh, this is a hard drug though. But let's say you're on warfarin for, so like your warfarin because of a certain condition. Then you'd have to kind of confirm with your doctor if you can actually take that vitamin K because if the two uh, interact, it might cause more damage. So it's literally about researching yourself, understanding what you're eating, and also consulting the people who are like medical doctors or people who have the experience in that field to just confirm if what you're doing is right. And going back to the concepts of diet. So it's literally like a, yeah, I don't know if I'm answering the question now. Hmm. No, but I mean, what I'm taking from your answer is that, you know, you've got to go and do, do your research online, um, speak to your doctor, etc., and that you, you spoke to, well, well your, your lectures helped you as well. Um, I do want to come back to the whole vitamin thing um, at some point in the discussion, though. Uh, Chantal, what about yourself? Any resources and things that helped you? I would say um, 
our church is quite rich in resources um, on health. So your health ministries department, um, <clears throat> the leader should be equipped to be able to appoint you to some books. Like there are a lot of books that are written from all over the world, cookbooks, uh, natural remedy books, herbal books. There's so many books that, um, you know, you can find those quite easily. Um, also like our church also has a lot of different programs. Like you can go to an institution and learn about these different health principles. You can go to like a one day seminar. I know with COVID it's been a bit different, but even online on Zoom, there are a lot of things that are going on in different places. Um, so even just for me, a lot of my kind of learning on the health message has happened through a lot of church programs and learning through church and presentations. And then obviously matching that with like books or things from lectures or um, scientific research and such. Um, so yeah, I would say they're different places. Even like our NHS, you know, there's valuable resources through the NHS as well. Personally, when actually looking for, for resources, um, I need to know what I believe as an individual and where, just what my foundations are. So, and then from those foundations, and I'll go biblically and, and what the quotes that have been mentioned in Ellen White, and it helps guide my decisions when looking for medicines, etc. You know, they'll, they'll tell me when going to the hospital, have you taken paracetamol or have you taken a pain relief? And unless it's really, really painful, I'm, I'm the type to say, I really want to know where the pain is. So I'm hesitant to take them just so I can get a right diagnosis of what's actually going on with me, etc. cetera. Um, mm. So we need to be, I think, balanced. And, and that balance comes by understanding who we are and what we believe and what we stand for. Um, so, you know, as we, we edge out of this lockdown, have any of you had any any insight on the impact that lockdown has had on people in the UK or possibly in other places of the world, mentally, physically, etc. Mentally for some people, especially those, actually not especially, I think mentally for some people, for most people, uh, according to what I've been seeing on the news, like different newspapers, uh, it has caused a uh, drastic uh, depression and all that. Like there was one guy, I remember reading this somewhere whereby one guy actually died because um, before lockdown, he was into sports. He was literally a sports coach, that kind of thing. And then when lockdown started and then he was told to be on follow, uh, he started staying at home, playing video games like every single day, not walking, not doing anything until one day he had a clot um, in his leg and literally when they realized it, it was too late and he died. Um, which well, I remember reading that I was like, oh my gosh, that's actually kind of, that's actually sad. Like imagine this guy was really active before lockdown and then all of a sudden, because for him uh, playing video games, it was a way for him to interact with his friends. Like his friends were playing video games together so they were literally just spending time talking to each other, playing video games 24-7. It was like he, he needed the social life. So it impacted him negatively. And a lot of evidence, like a lot of people have been impacted negatively in terms of mental health. Physical health, from what I've seen, I feel like um, a few people have gone down, but a lot of people have actually started looking for other hobbies, 
uh, to do uh, walking more. Um, a lot of people started cycling. Um, yeah, people have just been more creative in terms of exercise, I think, from mm. what I've seen, from what I've noticed, but I don't know if I'm wrong. Uh, and yourself, Chantal, has there been anything that you've you've seen? Um, I know that for me, I've struggled at parts and points during the lockdown, like mentally, um, because a lot of it, it's like you're at home, you're isolated. And so I'm like a very extroverted person. So to not be seeing my friends and interacting, like that was difficult. And I think for a lot of us, it's the change in circumstances. So it's the idea that you were maybe doing, having a certain routine before, then suddenly out of nowhere, um, this huge pandemic happened and it's kind of changed a lot of things. And so even like the getting used to that in your head and how things are changing and moving forward, um, I know is, is quite difficult. Um, and even like going out and seeing people in masks or worrying about if you go to the supermarket. Um, I was abroad before the lockdown and I came into the lockdown and for a good few weeks, I didn't want to go to the supermarket because I was just, it was just like, it was very daunting. And even when I went, I'm like, okay, so if I touch this thing, someone who had COVID is going to touch like, so it's even those thoughts that may, you know, go through a lot of our minds. Um, and I think physically, I know the government are trying to help people with obesity. So I don't know if the stats have shown that obesity has been on the rise um, because we're likely to be moving less because um, even if we might do extra exercise, during the day, we're, if we're at work, we're moving around a lot. We're walking maybe, we're, you know, you commute to work. And so when you're just at home, it's gonna take a lot more to even get the same level of activity as before. Um, so I, I do think, you know, maybe the eating habits, more snacking, you're next to the kitchen. It's, yeah, it's probably a bit easier to develop more unhealthy habits as well as healthy habits. So yeah, I think it's probably a mixture. Okay, thank you. So I'm thinking, you know, I remember when I, I was living near Manchester and in, in, in Manchester, the, they say the depression levels are quite high and it's oftentimes because it's cloudy a lot. And um, when I was up there, I, I started realizing, you know, I need um, to get my vitamin D levels checked out. Mm -hmm. Some research, I was like, something's not feeling right. And, and when I went and did the research and I went to the doctors, the vitamin D levels were super low. Mm -hmm. What advice can you give for people who need to go and get the vitamins checked out how do they know when they're low or what do they say when they go to the doctors how what advice can you give in that, that respect chantelle first and then Cynthia. um i would say that so one thing is if you like for example vitamin d um, I know it's recommended that the people of color or those that cover their skin um, often should probably take a supplement. So already if you're for certain vitamin deficiencies, you might be in a category where you're at higher risk. So in that case, it would be worth going to the doctor and getting that checked out. Um, but I think as well, like for example, as well, if you're having a complete plant-based diet with no animal products, there'll be certain vitamins, maybe iron, vitamin, B12 um, that might be low. 
So again, just because of the diet that you're following, it might be worth getting those checked out. And then otherwise, um, I think it's really hard because sometimes there's symptoms that overlap, like feeling tired. That could be so many different things. It could be anemia, it could be you're having anxiety. Um, it could be uh, you're not eating enough, you're not sleeping enough. So it's, it's hard to know if you suddenly start feeling a certain way, is it related to a vitamin? Um, but if you are concerned that there are symptoms that have come on that aren't usual, um, I would say we have to know our bodies and we should try and like know if, if we've changed anything in our diet, try and look in our lifestyle. Is there anything that could have impacted how we're feeling? If there's not seeming to be any connections, then you can always try and go to GP, but sometimes you know that can be difficult to pinpoint what it is. Um, but if you have speculations about vitamins, like by all means, get your vitamins checked out and then you'll know what you need to replace with a supplement or what you need to eat more of in your diet. Yeah. What I would say. Thank you, thank you. So I, I second Chantel. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, basically know your body. If you know your body, sometimes you'll be able to know what nutrients are lacking at certain times. Because for me, usually this is what my mom always says whenever but like if i start having a headache she'd be like oh are you sleeping well are you eating your vegetables i'm like how 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 does you how are you linking vegetables and headache like i don't get it but most of the times when i actually sit i'm like actually my diet hasn't like when i literally just sit and reflect like oh yeah my diet this week hasn't been that good um i haven't been eating a balanced diet uh, and then, so some like now, uh, I I'm literally a little bit aware. I'm not there, but sometimes like I'm I'm aware when um, certain like when I start having like feeling tired and all that because of oh I haven't been outside for a long time. I haven't done that mm -hmm. that kind of thing. But it's all about knowing yourself, like trying to learn who you are, learn your body, and then know your body. I think once you know your body, and once you start paying attention to what you're eating you'll be able to kind of detect like, mm, actually, I think I might be lacking this. And then when you go to the doctor, you know why you're going there other than just going to the doctor like, oh, I'm feeling tired. I don't know what's wrong with me. The doctor won't know where, where to start from because tiredness can literally be anything, that kind of thing. There are lots of health conditions there that have tiredness as a symptom. So, but if you know your body, you can go to the doctor and be like, I think I, I'm either um, vitamin D uh, deficient or I'm either this and that or something is coming up, like kind of thing. And the doctor will be able to know what they're checking for. Have a rough idea. So yeah, I think really know yourself. And then um, if you notice that, okay, something is wrong, then go get checked out. If your vitamin D is or whatever vitamin is low, um try and opt it out with the diet first i think the best the best nutrients will come from the diet on its own but then if you can't uh opt it out with the diet only then try and then have supplements but make sure that you're not having too much supplements at the same time because too much supplements can also cause an effect um but we can't go into it right now because it's a long topic can also cause an effect on the body, just like low supplements can, or low nutrients can, so yeah. Yeah, and I mean, this is, you know, sometimes going to the doctor, it feels like you're going for an interview. <laughs> and then it's like you, you're in the midst of trying to prove that you've got this problem. 
um, making sure that you've got your your list ready so you know that you're going in an educated manner to say, this is my problem. Do you have any advice with that? How we can get ourselves ready to go to the doctors? I don't get the question. Interesting question. No, let me explain. So you went to the doctors. Uh-huh. How, how do we, let's say I've got the thought that I may be, um, like you're saying, you're feeling tired, you're going through this experience, you're going through that experience, but you want to get your vitamins checked out. How do you know what vitamins to get checked out? Um, your deficiencies. Um, how do I make sure that I'm going there in an educated way to say, look, I think I've got this problem and I need this to be looked into 